Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to that Davis show. I'm Kenneth Davis. Uh, follow me at That's Davis. And I'm always lucky and fortunate enough to be joined by my partner, executive producer of all our platforms, whatever we have going forward and that we have now, Ryan Bukovsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and on Instagram at Ryan B. Ski One. We're just sitting here laughing. As you can see, the the fantastic let me do right here the hot look at those lights you got to turn straight so they can really see those highlights and you got yeah you know you got to look straight yeah like that give us blue steel there you go there you go there you go that was actually la tigra here's ferrari (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking about uh, uh ryan who has now moved from tempe arizona everyone to las vegas he is doing the most some blonde in your hair that's right He's doing the most in the best sense of getting his. I don't want to say he's sowing his oats because it's a, it's grander than that. All right, he's living his life. Um, he yeah, has, it's more like uh, Johnny Appleseed spreading the apples around. The- <laughs> 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 um, but enjoying himself as he See. should. He has no responsibility. Um, so we're happy for Ryan as he is doing what a lot of us wish we could have done before we settled down in life. <laughs> oh, man. So real quick, how's Vegas so far? So all the, the listeners and everybody, how's Vegas? You've been going to Vegas since you've been in Tempe. So it's not like it's something new. You've been we've seen you at Raiders games, but now living in Vegas. What's your expectations of Vegas and how are you not going to let Vegas kill you? Uh, well, second part first, no idea, no idea how I'm going to stop it from killing me. (laughs) Second part, uh, it's been great, but it's been odd a little bit. The weather is basically Chicago. Like Mm -hmm. it is gray every day. We actually got rain. It's been 50 degrees, so it's not been nice, but everything besides that has been phenomenal. Like it's just the buzz and the energy of Vegas that really gets it going, even though I'm not anywhere near the strip. And I haven't been to the strip at all since I've been here, but you just, you just feel it's like Vegas, baby, Vegas. Like every time it just kind of comes out and you just feel it. And then on top of that, there's just like that city never sleeps element that I just love that Tempe didn't quite have or Phoenix quite have maybe Phoenix, but I was kind of far away from it Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of just like, Looking at my New Year's plans, we'll get into that more, but there's just like a plethora that we are going to do all day. And it's going to be a lot of chilling and just like enjoying our time doing basic stuff like golfing, hitting the strip, going to restaurants, like all this stuff. And it just feels so right in Vegas compared to Illinois, just because from when I visited, it was too damn cold, too damn cold, man. I feel you. I feel you. Um how is it going to be being in a place like Vegas? Like, if, in, if no one is listening, this, I think most people have been to Vegas, but not everybody. Vegas is the type of place for me. Now, I've never been in Vegas longer than four days, I would say. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I've been there four days, but four days has to have been the max of the couple. Of, I think I've only been to Vegas twice of the couple of times that I've been to Vegas. And it hits me in, in that I haven't stayed there longer. It's the perfect place to pop in and pop out. Mm-hmm. Now, 
you're living there. So what what people would try to do in a place like Vegas is try to take in a little bit of everything. And now that's your Friday and Saturday Saturday night. Like that's <laughs> like that's crazy to me. I My know. younger brother, he lived in Vegas for I don't know if he lived there for two years or just a year. Uh, he loved it in Vegas. They came back, of course, uh, due to his his illness. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it, it, it me I don't I guess like I mean I could do it. I mean I'm well. You got to remember too, like the strip is just the specific part right. of uh, how close are you to old Vegas? I don't quite know because old Vegas is north of the strip, right? Right. Yes. I'm in North Vegas, so I'm closer to old Vegas than I am new okay. Vegas. Okay. Um, but on top of it too, like, you know, the debauchery and the tomfoolery and the craziness, like you can easily get away from all that stuff in Vegas. It's only in that specific, like centralized area of the strip. Once you get out of there, I think that's what made me kind of really like Vegas is you always have the strip in your back pocket. That's always something you can go to, whether you want to just gamble, you just want to see street like the people on the streets, just people watching. It's an amazing people watching place, as you know. It is. It is. Uh, tons of shopping, tons of restaurants, the shows, the everything. That's crazy. The like, shopping alone, oh. to have that shopping regularly, you know, like that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that, dude, that's like me, like living around the corner from that, that the Magnificent Mile, basically. Right. Like that. Right. Yeah, that's and that's crazy. that's really what it turns into. When Let me just go to the Bellagio and check out what they have over here at Versace, right? Oh, and of course, did you see the like Bellagio Mall area that they have that connects like all the major hotels in the strips? They've got like an underground mall thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. It's almost like uh, what is that? It's like the Pedway. Yeah. Pedway. Pedway, yeah. but just commerce. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, what's it get? I know when it gets, what's it like? And if it's 50, what is it like 30 at nighttime, 35 at nighttime? Yeah, I didn't check the temp, but I think it's low 40s, high 30s. Okay. It's not close to freezing. Like it's okay. freezing outside, but we're not worried about any frost or anything like that. But you know, when you turn the hot tub all the way up to a nice one, you may as well let them see the hot tub, right? Oh man, can I even get it? Yeah. Excuse the mess. Look at that back there, everybody. It's living it up. <laughs> now all That's the good. stalkers are going to come find me. I know, That's right? Cool. <laughs> That's where he's at. Exactly. You're going to wake up. It's going to be stalkers just all up in the pool and everything. But yeah, that's great. That's, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Just be careful. You know, take care of yourself. I don't do too much. But um, the one positive, I guess, if you will. A lot more mass mandating here in uh, Vegas than Arizona. Mm, okay, okay, that's good. You still they still don't have a crazy mayor, do they? Is she oh, still in office? I'm not sure. Let me do some digging on that. No, I'll, I'll okay. report back. Let me okay. see. If, like, I'll probably see her on the strip. Right. <laughs> right. But hey, aren't you the mayor? <laughs> or were you the mayor? Um, listen, it's the holiday season. Uh, we're lucky and fortunate enough to have made it to the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you watch Under Center, um, Eric and I did a pretty good episode um, just talking about our feelings about the passing of Jeff Dickerson. Not saying like we were personally knowing him, but just, you know, being that we're all in sports media 
and you kind of, you know, you hear how people are and he definitely is from everything I've heard is a good person and how sad it is for uh, Parker Dickerson to have lost both his parents. So I'm not going to really do that here because I did it over there and, and it's real. If I just doing it everywhere, I feel like it's not really as real. So for that, if if you you like to, maybe you're not, maybe you want to be happy, um, but just check that out. Um, as far as the unfortunate passing of Jeff Dickerson, we also checked, talked about John Madden and what he meant to us. Um, and then, of course, some some Bears uh, thoughts. But uh, it's holiday season. I was fortunate enough this holiday. All right. That I was at the um, the, the the Chicago Skies game in the finals. I think it was game three with Demas, uh, of course, formerly of this show. And I don't know if Demas set me up or not. <laughs> right? Well, it is D. You have to keep it. I don't it even know how we got. Yeah, right. I don't even know how we got on the conversation about Christmas gifts. But Demas had mentioned that his 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 wonderful wife Chanel has a fondness for Alex Brown, former Bear defensive end, and he was getting her his jersey. And I said, "Really?" I said, "I think I may be able to get that signed." Right. Um. So. So hold on. Uh, there was uh, a talk. Hey, Ken, uh, under center host podcast. You know, the wife. Exactly. So I was like, I don't know if he may, if he did, he lined me up. Well, he lined it up, right? He lined, lined me up. So um, you had one of those was, Vegas mornings where you're like pockets are empty. Right. Like, we yeah. just pulled them out. Like they're just empty, just lint, nothing but lint. Shout out to Rocky and Eric B. Or Eric being Rock Emmons, I should say it. But um, anyway, so um, I got the jersey from Demas. I got it to, I had Afton, been lucky enough, she mailed it to Strobes, Eric Strobel of Under Center and also producer over at Chicago Sports, uh, NBC Chicago Sports, I should say. And uh, Strobes, because he's a producer and that show, has a, a cool connection uh, with Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, Olin Cruz, and David Kaplan. Shout out to all of them. And uh, I actually talked to Alex Brown because he was on under center like two weeks ago. So it was cool to be able to thank him. It was virtually, but in person, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that was really one of my Christmas highlights, making someone's Christmas sweet. Because for me, to be honest with you, getting gifts, it kind of doesn't do it. I had a nice Christmas. My gifts were thoughtful. Um, you, you know, I, It doesn't take a lot because, I mean, for the most part, if I really need it, I can get it myself. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of. And then if you're playing, because sometimes Christmas can end up being, a, let me see if I can get her over on you. I'll spend this amount hoping to get more out of what you give me than what I spend on you. So that's why sure. sometimes it's kind of like, what's the point of it outside it of my kids? Thing. Right, right, right. Instead of my kids, like, even though, like, I'm really tired of Kelsey and her, um, it's Santa this and Santa that. Santa ain't doing shit. Okay. <laughs> Santa One day you're gonna learn, girl. Right? Like, and I've been kind of like a little, little, little bit like, you know, you forget Santa. Yeah, you see what daddy got you? <laughs> that. Santa, no, baby. Not that one. Right? Santa bring that. I said, this is, the last, this is the last year. She, I'm ready for her to start being like, hey, dad, I'm not sure about this. So I can be like, well, let me tell you, right? Like, this is, oh, man. We up I love the, the imagery of the uh, Ken. Come here, Kelsey. Yeah. Come here. Let me tell you. Let me That's tell you some real. Let me. You want to meet Santa? Do you really want to meet Santa? Come on, Santa on Papa's lap, bro. <laughs> Santa Claus, right? But um, that's always great. I, I enjoy um, seeing my family happy. 
um, on on uh, Christmas morning. Um, just being safe. I mean, that's the thing, too. And I said I wasn't going to harp on it here. Um, but you look at, you know, the untimely passing of Jeff Dickerson, thinking about his son. And yesterday morning, I was sitting there thinking about my family. If I'm not here, this was before finding out. I just had a, I was just thinking about young Kenton and missing him because I try to I try to live in the moment, even though that's hard for me. But I also try to appreciate the stages of growth for my children. Um, and I saw so I was going down in my mind, my mental faculties of my younger son, because Kelsey reminds me of him at times. So it's easy to kind of have her refresh memories of when he was that age or height. Um, so I was just thinking like, man, what if I wasn't here? How, how, what? And it was like, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to be here. And then going into, you know, being fearful that I had cancer or that they were going to find polish for my colonoscopy and, you know, my brother passing for cancer last year. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it makes me happier. It makes me want to appreciate these three individuals um, here who mean the world to me. You know what I'm saying? Through ups and downs, let's say we don't get on each other's nerves. And everything's always copacetic, but um, we all know that we really love each other, and our home is our refuge. And I just, I just wish every everybody to have that, even if it's alone, just to have a safe space. Because there are a lot of people out here that don't have a safe space, let alone a safe space where they feel loved um, and it's reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Because that, I think that's what the holidays are about. The holidays are about love, and that can just be self love. It doesn't have to be. You have a family. You just love yourself. All right. And then renewal. And because getting to the new year and thinking about and I'm not a um, I'm not a New Year's resolution person. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I do expect better out of me this year than last year. Right. And I'm already in my head trying to figure out how to stay on that path. Um, how to build in built-in redundancies so it triggers me to get back on the path quicker than sometimes where I've staggered off of it, stammered off of it a little bit longer. And I, to me, that's what the holiday season is about. It's not about gifts. Um, it's about spending time. I didn't spend time with family members. After this auntie got on me, she was right. Shout out to her Meg. She was like, you, you could be dead. And she's right. I could be dead. And I didn't see any, I didn't see any family on Thanksgiving or Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> at, oh, least, wow. at least Thanksgiving, I had the Bears game, the built-in Bears game. Excuse, I'm working. I'm really got to work, right? Got to work, right? But I didn't even really have one. Even though I still, because After Family does Christmas Eve, I got my booster Christmas Eve morning. So I, I did not feel right Christmas Eve, all right? Like, I had to, like, whatever that is when you take, when you get vaccinated and it feels like the compression <laughs> right here, I, I felt that. But yeah. Anyway, holidays, my holidays was great. Ryan, what about you? It's funny. I, I have a lot of uh, similar thoughts and feelings. Like I, people ask me what I wanted. I really had nothing to come up it's with. Like I live, I live where it's warm. You want to give me something? Yeah. I'm going to give you sunshine and warmth. What are you talking about? You see this tan? I'm here to give exactly. <laughs> you. see these highlights, baby? gifts all right presents uh but it was good I, I had a lot of like appreciation giving gifts and it felt really good some of the stuff i got i think i really like nailed some gifts for some people and just like you brought up with d like it just feels good when you like get somebody something that they really wanted and i had no like where's mine like you know and i love how you put it just there how it's you know love yourself and renewal 
I think in that in between is appreciation. Like this, mm-hmm. that's what the holidays are about appreciating what you have. Like it drives me nuts. Honestly, sometimes hearing how people bitch and complain about things. When I see documentaries of like people in South America on garbage Island and they don't know anything else. And what do they do for money? They find recyclables. What do they do for gifts? What's in the trash? What do they eat? What's in the trash? What do we build out of our house? What's in the trash? Like, you got a good life if you're if you're above that, you know, like it's all about appreciation, even if you don't have everything you want, even if it's not the best story that you could have written, you got things. And that's what you should be happy about. Right. And if you had the chance to share it with some people at Christmas time that you really care about, doesn't have to be Christmas Day, not calling you out over here, but just Christmas time. That's all that matters, that you have that and you care about that and you appreciate it. And I think that's how you set yourself up in the new work in the new year. Cause I'm with you too. We've talked about this on the side. I, the goal is just be better than this year in so many different facets. Like it's almost like Kobe Bryant part two again. Like I want that Mamba mentality all over again, where it's just like carry that over, get that hard work going, really try to make something, make some dent. And it's funny. Like a lot of times, when you try to accomplish a new year's resolution, you just think like it's all or nothing, right? Like I either did it or I didn't do it. But when you make strides in multiple areas, even if it's just like a half step and then it all adds up together, you made a big leap as a person. And if you just keep doing that over and over, you'll be shocked at just yourself, how much better you get at anything and everything. So for me, the holidays were very optimistic I was very appreciative of what I have. And, you know, it's capped off with me moving to Vegas. Like you said, we're joking around and having the New Year's like there's just nothing for me to complain about. And I want to be the type of person that leads with that appreciation example. Mm. Look, how many how long does it take for you to drive to the strip from where you are? Max 30 minutes. Oh, you really are close then. Yeah, it's not. It is not. It's not like a place that's congested. So my buddy who bought the place. He mm. got it originally when he had the full family unit, which is kind of uh, deteriorated a little bit, if I can put it that way. Um, and with the family, they want the house, but they wanted the yard. The yard is very hard to find in Vegas unless you go on the outskirts okay. of okay. the strip and area. So they found a spot where it has the yard, has the pool, has the hot tub. There's like a fire pit and like gazebo area, like the backyard's like a full on backyard out in the suburbs. You would not get that anywhere near the strip. So that's okay. why they choose all the way up here. Okay. That's good. Good, good stuff, man. Woo. Wish <laughs> <laughs> me big on the casino. Yeah, just don't just don't blow it all, bro. Don't blow, don't, don't get your kneecaps smashed up. All right. Oh, don't just, worry. That's not my vice. If anything, okay. that's a roommate's vice. <laughs> like, man, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not a gambler, but I know I can get easily addicted to things. Gambling what? Hmm. Right. So it's like <laughs> thinking about it. I gotta get. I, I have to get uh, uh, the money out for. The uh, fantasy football. I meant to do it the other day. I need oh, to. Yeah, I got a bone to pick with you on that. What's wrong? How in the hell did I not finish third? No, I didn't have anything. It it shows you where everybody finished. What? That I that was. I didn't pick who was third. I, if you go to it, it'll show you who finished first, second, and third. I have I have right. no bone in that. Who did you play? Who was your last game against? 
I lost in the semifinals. Because Daryl is third. Oh, but see, Joe and Joe won it all. But where, where does it say? What does it say? Third. No, hell no. Finish it. Finish third. Hold on, 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 hold on. Finished third. Listen, if I'm, I mean, why didn't you, why didn't you put this in the email <laughs> when I sent the email? That does that make more sense? Of, hey, I finished third. Well, to be honest, then, I wanted you to break the news to Daryl. He should know if it's, it's, oh man, I'm mad now. If I got this wrong. Wait, ESPN, there we go. That's right. <sighs> Taking me out of my bronze. I wanted that bronze. Whatever. You should have. I should have. You should have let me. If you if you would lost like you should have, so I would have played Daryl next. I could have won the money. Joe squeaked by. I should be champion right now. It's a BS. That's the real issue. You're right. The real issue is I, I, I and my then I was screwed again on the okay, final standings. All right, hold on. It says I finished fifth. How the hell did I finish? I think this means in our division, though. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Go to get inside of here real quick. I'm sorry for everyone that's watching this. This is important. So no, this, this is important stuff right here. All we right, league final standing. No, that ain't gonna do it. Go to playoff bracket. And did you even say it did. I'm telling you, it said. It's I, it, I played Sid, Sid in the in oh, the, the third place game. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, league history, year by year. You hear in this America throwing his producer under the bus into fourth when he I'm clearly sure. third. I really do. I wanted. I want to be fair. I don't final stand in Perdana still not right. All right, we'll figure this out. This isn't this isn't the time for that. People are and want to hear about that. I'll figure that out. I'll go in there and see. No, I'm wrong. Getting a lot of tweets, a lot of emails, a lot of personal texts. When I release the news that I finished fourth, they're like, "Boy, you got robbed. You got robbed." <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, th- so everybody, just so you know this. When I send out, we, for our league, um, we have something I've started where just to kind of keep people, give them incentive to to keep playing throughout the year, you get five bucks if you have the highest score for every, for whatever weekend that is, for every week or whatever, right? So I send out the tallies for the $5. So everyone, because usually guys in no way, I, I had at least two or three weeks. So just so you can check and see if I'm right or wrong before I send out the money. And I don't have the money. It's in uh, league safe because I don't like keeping it in the house because I may go and have to use it. And then I have to pay y'all back my own cash. That's your cash. But you get what I'm trying to say. So I prefer to have it in league safe. And plus, I can send it to you throughout the country. And I don't have to worry about actually sending you money or zailing you anything. All right, so I don't have the cash. So I'm checking. And Ryan, when I sent out and said who finished first, second, and third, and who won the best year, should have said, hey, me too, because you got best. You you, you and Daryl tied for best season, right? You both were nine and three. So I said, hey, you know, you both split that pot, which is 65 bucks. So that's 32.50. 
Um, but and Daryl gets third. You oh Ken, I'm third, and then we all could have reviewed it and seen who was third or not. But no, Ken. you want to create content that I did that last week. I'm a producer, damn it. That's my job. <laughs> so yeah, I have to go back and look because I always want to make sure um everyone gets their funds, even though I got nothing. I I didn't even win a week of far as I won one. I won I had one. One. I had one where I scored like 182 or 177, and somebody scored like th- two right. points higher than me that weekend. It's like, damn, man. Like, there was a lot of that this year. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Chi Town? Uh, Chi Town. Oh, that's Sean. Sean, the running ace is Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill combo, and sometimes they go off like 50 burger each. That right. was ridiculous. Right. So that it was a good year. Hopefully next year I may re, I may do uh, I may let the computer pick auto draft for me. I'm, I finally I've never let the I've, I've anytime I've auto draft has been by accident where I couldn't log in and or, or I was pushed out. But I'm tempted to just let them draft whatever, even though I had a great year on the waiver wire. This was one like my best waiver wire year. I feel like I only like twice did I really not get somebody I wanted. So that was cool. Enough of that. And but while we're still, unless you had something to add, do you have something you want to add to that? Mm-hmm. While we're still talking about football and fantasy football, we may as well talk about some other fantasy football. And that's the Chicago Bears and his fantasy that they're actually going to get it together after this season, depending on what happens with Matt Nagy. But it, more importantly, Ryan Pace and the structure of the team. Since Ryan and I have been away for a week or two, we haven't had a chance to get Ryan's thoughts on the last couple Bears games. You have, I had the Bears beating Seattle. I actually have the Bears beating the Giants too. So I got a Bears finish at six and eleven. Um last week, I know actually I wanted to see a little Nick Foles this year. I was like, man, this shit is so bad. I want to see a little Nick Foles, baby. Like, let's go all the way. If we're gonna go to the bottom, let's go to the bottom. Right. If you right, like let's explore the floor. <laughs> all right. So I, I wanted to see that. And one thing, and it's funny because formerly of NBC, now he's back. I think he's at CBS in New Jersey uh, uh, or Philadelphia area. I can't know. Seattle Lewis, who was part of Lucky to be to join us on Under Center. He texts us on uh, after the Bears, during the Bears game, like, see, this is why I said, why did they bring Andy Dalton in? Because he loves him some and some Nick Foles because of Nick Foles and his affinity for the Eagles and winning the Super Bowl. So he's like, this is what I'm talking about. He's <laughs> like, okay. And I was like, I, I did think that I did. This crossed my mind. We sometimes forget how bad the offensive line that played in front of Nick Foles was last season. Yeah. Like, they were terrible. Like, and especially they were terrible because you're running plays that they couldn't block, and then they exactly. looked really bad. And you had guys playing out of position before they kind of settled on that five towards the latter, the last four or five games of the year. But you, Nick Foles, who can't move, all right, not to say that he's a great quarterback, but you had the worst offensive line in football in front of him last year. Not saying that starting him this year was going to make some difference or anything, but just I want to point that out. Um, looking at how, just looking at how hard, just some positives from the Bears this season. Can I can I do that? Mm-hmm. David Montgomery, oh, Lordy, yeah. that beast, um, or that 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 man, and how he takes his job and is so professional and so grueling to defenders. There's there's, there's a lot to be said about the hard work that he puts in. Talk about he did that speed training. You can see it. Um, you look at a man that came in with a huge free agent contract in the Robert Quinn and stunk the joint up. 
didn't make excuses. Even if he didn't have excuses, he had legit reasons behind his 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 lack of performance. Do you know how 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 many people come out and stink a joint up and can never unstink themselves because now stuck in their head and they just keep spiraling into deceit? And it happens so much that we all just disregard the fact that Robert Quinn was on the team this year. Right. You well, oh, we thought he he we know he can do better than two sacks, right? We didn't know he was going to have defensively one of the better, best bear seasons ever when it comes to sacks. All right. Now, I don't even want to just say sacks for a guy that's not known or is known as being a poor run defender, even popping out. How many TFLs did he have this year? You know what I'm saying? Where you saw him in the backfield, either he tackled the guy or he slowed him down where somebody else can get the, the running back or whoever was in the backfield. Just the player of Robert Quinn with Khalil Mack going out, just salute. Um, Roquan is being Roquan and taking another step um, on the offensive line. I like Larry Bourne. I, I was more interested in seeing what Tevin Jenkins. I was I, I was looking at last week's game and I said, wait, when did Larry Bourne come in? Right. And he like pulled or something. So he was on the right side. Kind. He was it seemed like he was on the other side of the center when I saw him, the right side of the center when I saw him. So I'm like, wait, but I'm looking like 74 is still in there. And then it's like, oh, Tevin Jenkins got hurt. I wanted to see because a week before me, and you haven't talked. Tevin Jenkins second game, man, he, he made he, he made a little bit of a leap. Now, it's just one game, and you know what I'm saying, but he, he, he definitely made a leap. So it would be interesting looking at those two guys and what they may become, but you're still asking a lot if you think you've answered both questions at the bookends of your offensive line with them. I'm not saying it's impossible. We just don't know just yet. Boring more than Jenkins, and Jenkins is hurt again, which is always a fear when you have a high-value prospect and they're hurt prior to ever stepping on the field and then re-injure themselves, even though it's a different injury still. I, I don't know if it's connected to the back, but you look at it being a shoulder and a guy with a bad back, and those things are connected. I'm trying to think what else stood out to me this year as the Bears. Mooney, you know, I, I, I like Darnell Mooney. There's, there's some drops. You know, so like I, I, I like Darnell Mooney's future. Um, but there was some costly drops. Usually he made it up during that game. But, I mean, I, I, that's the only reason I'm kind of holding him off of this because I feel like the other players, there's not a, there's a not something where I could be like, yeah, but he did this. And with Mooney, there's been about three games where it was like, damn, son, they, y'all needed that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he still had a good season, and he was the featured receiver, and defenses had to gear up for him even when uh, – even after um, – um, a-Rob went out. I mean, clearly we know where the defense was going to shift their attention to, and it, it was going to be him. Um, I think I that's say it. The running game, just in general. Like, obviously, Dave Montgomery is the pinnacle of that, the, the superstar. But, boy, you just think about potential. Like, if you want to just be a Bears optimist, you just want to drink the Kool-Aid of what this team could potentially be next year, given that ownership is probably going to do – Stuff that you're not going to necessarily like, but we all have this consensus. Matt Nagy's gone with uh, the right coach, potentially, maybe with David Montgomery and Herbert actually using them to their best abilities. You mentioned it, this offensive line, it's better than it was last year, but there's still a long way to go. But they were a terrific run blocking offensive line for most of the year. Mm -hmm. We. Obviously, have the issues with the pass protection per usual, but we know that part of that is just the scheme and play calling as well. We can't just put it on the offensive linemen. And I'm with you. I, I really am encouraged. I, I go back to that new philosophy of coach. 
maybe with the right coach, we actually put Tevin Jenkins at right tackle where he's probably better. And you probably put Larry Borum at left tackle where he's probably better. And you feel good about your interior, at least being solid. Once you get another center, I think you're looking at a team, you know, you get why people get somewhat excited about the bears, young players on offense. It just, you need the right guy running it in terms of the coach and the scheme and all that stuff. And that's where you kind of have to like get a little nervous because you know how terrible the bears are at doing that. But if you're just trying to look at positives, like that's what jumps out to me on offense and just defensively, it's like you said, Roquan just being a friggin' monster. I can't wait to see the chip on his shoulder, not making another pro bowl going into next year. And he came to OTAs and everything trying to get that contract He's going to be even more so next year on his last year of eligibility on his rookie deal. Oh, he's getting that contract this offseason. Oh, before I would next think season. so. I would yeah. think so. The crazy thing is now you got to fit his contract in and James Daniels. And what value you place on that? And do you do Bilal Nichols? That's I don't know one. about that. I don't know about that one. I yeah, mean, I depends on what the market depends on what the market looks. At. I I feel like Bilal Nichols took a step back. This, I don't feel like Bilal Nichols took a step back this season. Well, I um, think it's it, when you put it in who's going to replace Akeem Hicks. Well, Bilal Nichols is our best candidate. That's no, not going to work. That's not he. They're he, they're not the same. They, those two guys are not built the same as far no. as what they do. You're not. It's not going to work. And we're looking at what Bilal Nichols did last year by having to play so much. Uh, as nose tackle, I, I man, I thought Bilal Nichols was going to come in back at his regular five technique and snap of uh, this year. So I don't know. And it's funny you talk about the offensive young players. I didn't know I was doing a show of Tony Romo and uh, <laughs> you know, all the all the great young offensive players that the Bears have. I didn't. I'm saying there's some guys out there. They, they doing good, but I'm Whoa, hold off. You said they got great. I said you off, Tony. Like people like some of their potential. Hey, you know, when I was talking to Ryan Pace, he was talking about all this damn talent. Well, they yeah, got. Ryan's, somebody they somebody would coach them up. <laughs> Matt Nagy's going to get fired. Ryan's of a feather got to flock together. We all know the same. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the real question, though, is what are they going to do? I mean, is it going to be some of the same old, same old as far as you? Because Matt Nagy's gone. I mean, the Bears is bear you, but we all know pretty much he, he's out, right? There's, there's no question he's gone. But are you going to change structurally and it will be more of the same? Like, that's the real question here. What are you going to do that's totally different from and what you've done in the past? caveat to changing the structure, are you going to handicap a guy keeping Ryan Pace? Good point. Great point. And also, how attractive is this job to a, 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 a candidate that a lot of other teams are willing to go after when you have a general manager who, if you don't want to say his seat is hot, it's warm. I don't want to go in and have his seat. And let, I mean, I, if I'm a guy and I need a job, I'll, look, let me let me just get my foot in the door. You know what I'm saying? I.E. Sean Desai. But I'm talking about you're talking about someone where everyone is trying to get this guy to come coach their team. I don't want to be here and in two years. Ryan Pace has had two mediocre drafts and you value me to a degree. Like you're not going to fire me, but you're bringing in a new GM and I'm not his guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like it, that's how attractive is this job? If I don't know exactly who, how long Ryan Pace is for, because sooner or later, if the bears don't win, he has to go. So let's say, okay, you fire Matt Nagy three years from now, you basically only make the playoffs one time. You're going to look at Ryan Pace Unless unless that one time and you still see the Bears ascending and they've got it, they did a mid strip. So you're like, oh, okay, they got Justin there. But if they're if they're just still playing like this, 
then he's out. And now why would I want to put myself in that situation? If I'm Doug Peterson, right? I'm a Super Bowl winning coach. All right. And I've already seen like I won a Super Bowl and and shit went left on my ass. Right. Got fired. Yes. And you and it, the, the quarterback you saw before your eyes, the quarterback regress. So this wasn't like even though you could say I could still put some I definitely you put some of it on Doug Peterson. First of all, they drafted terribly. I don't know how involved Doug Peterson is with their draft, with how they go through their drafts. Their drafts haven't been that good. Resigning some players. That baseball analytics team. They want the front office running the show and that manager coach is just exactly of the front office. Here, go do what I tell you to do. Like it it crossed my mind. I was like, damn, I forgot this. They have Alshon on this team, right? Like just think like the re-signings they've made. I can't put all of this on Doug Peterson. Carson Wentz went from an MVP candidate to a semi-scrub. You know, I know like this year he's played better for the Colts, but if I'm if I'm Doug Peterson, I don't want first rounders. <laughs> right. I don't want to be involved in anything similar to that. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't know until you get there, but I'm sure he's leery about certain situations, being that he's been he's won a Super Bowl and still got can a few years, a couple of years later. You know what I'm saying? So that's even more kind of we want to want to talk about if you're gonna st- stay with the status quo as far as Ryan Pace in the same role that he's in right now with no one going above him, then how open is Ryan Pace to really listening to someone that's above him that's new in that building? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting that we will find this out. You know what I'm saying? But these are some of the thoughts that goes through Ryan in my mind thinking about the future of the Bears because they're at a point where they can really make change, right? Like real finally, all right, systematic change that stays. You know what I'm saying? Like they can do that. Or they can keep doing the same old, same old and ending up with the same girl at the dance that they really don't want to go home with. And it makes it worse. Like, we don't know, obviously, what's going to happen with his trajectory being Justin Fields. But there was a reason why people were losing their minds at the draft. Like, that was a real ass quarterback prospect you got. Much better than any quarterback you've drafted in terms of a prospect in your history. If you just do the same old and blow it again, I mean, how can you even talk about wanting to be Green Bay? How can you even talk about wanting to be the Steelers? How can you even talk about being like a founding franchise that is at the front of NFL like conversation or lore, or however you want to put it, marketing? Like you got to wake up at one point and just realize we could really F this up. We need to do something different. No, we 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 have effed this up. We need to unef it. All right, yeah, and make I don't it that much credit. I don't think they think right. that. Interesting. And make it as and make it uneffable as possible, so we don't end up back in the same same situation. And, like, how hard is that? How do we make sure we don't f this up? Well, don't do what you did the last somebody time. Somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Exactly. Don't do what you did last time, and bring in someone who's going to be honest with you. Even if you don't like that honesty, it's better with them being honest with what's happening on the field. What, what's no, no, what's happening up top down to the field? All right, like that. Back to your Chris Ballard interview when he was telling you how he would change things and you didn't like that. And then Ryan Pace came in and said he was going to do things differently. I'll do whatever you need. I'll do it. He had his hat in hand. I'll do, I'll do whatever you need, sir. How is that working? The Colts are going to the playoffs every year. They're really a quarterback away from being that team potentially in the AFC. Dude, they went from 
a, um, a once in a generation quarterback retiring on them, right? During the preseason game with the Bears. Right, right. They went from that, just to let you know the job Chris Ballard has done, to getting a, a washed-up quarterback in the Carson Wentz, who the Bears were interested in, too, and now they're back. You know, I'm not saying that they're all the way back, but just look. At, and then, I mean, we're not even talking about the drafts that he's been hitting on over there. I, that, I wanted Chris Ballard. Um, when he was at Kansas City to come in here, being someone who been, had been in the Hallis Hall in the past, and that still was a mistake. During their best success in the 2000s, right? That was a huge part of that 26 or 2006. I don't, you will see, I don't get. I, I'm, I'm very, inter- I would be very interested in the inner thinkings of how much do they think they say they don't know. How much do they think they know, and how much is this is quote unquote some part of tradition? Like, like, I would really want to know that because it's simple to say who's the smartest person out here that knows football, either that we're connected to or we're not connected to them, but we're charter franchise and we're going to pay some real some real cash and let them do what they want. Right. And if they do it here, it's it's like it's unlike doing it anywhere. You know what I'm right. saying? Like if right. you if you create a Bears dynasty in Chicago. Dude, you, 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 it, it's not even Chicago. It's not even the Midwest. There right. are places around the world. I'm not even joking that you will not have to buy a drink ever. Like people, I'm telling you in Ireland and Mexico, right? Like, and I'm not just there. Well, look, Japan. How, how much have we been talking about how we're just ready for this season to end? And then they go on prime time against the Vikings and the Packers and put up unbelievable ratings. Right. Imagine if you were good. That's a dude. We was having, I was having a great conversation after an under center with uh, Eric Strobel and Alex Brown. And we were just talking about different avenues, money streams and stuff. And we're just talking about how many views like the football after show gets on YouTube and under center. And the thing that I said was like, what you just said, I said, man, imagine if they were winning. Like, think about what's going like. If they were, imagine if they're like, if they were, I mean, just people would be slurping the the bears up. If they were the bulls right now. It would be crazy, dude. If they were the Bulls right now, I mean, just go back to 2018. To be honest with you, and it, but the, actually, they'd be even more legit if they were the Bulls because you you could see the bottom shouldn't fall out of the Bulls because they're they're, they're talent laden. They're stacked with talent. They got two scores that can get it when they want to get it right. So they it, it, they're, they're they're stacked up right. The thing with the 2018 Bears, we still didn't know about Mitch, and we right. thought that defense had a window that it didn't have. We we mm-hmm. thought and they were they were so freaky. I, like, I had to apologize to Alex Brown on air, right? Cuz he was talking about uh, I forgot who he was saying, but he was talking about people um that were saying that that 2018 defense was better than his defense, right? That the the, the 06 05 defense, right? Mm-hmm. And I man, I was hosting on the score and I, I remember being like they they was better. They, they either they had a chance or they was better. And I said I gotta. And Cap did it too. He said Cap had to eat some crow. And I I admit I owned up and just said it to him like Yeah, dude, I, I was in that too, and I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to look at longevity and oh, like yeah. overall and that overall and what they had on different levels. Like if, like, if this, they still wouldn't be like always had Tillman. You always had Erlacher. You always had Briggs. You always had Brown. Right, so you always had Adewale. The brief times you had to Tommy here, like they had studs on every level. You know what I'm saying? Just Where their backups, like I remember Hunter Hillenmeyer filling in Israel, Israel Adonijah. Oh yeah, Mister Two Seventy Five with like one percent body fat. Dude, I Mark, Mark Anderson, 
right? Like you, and that's one thing that Alex Brown talked about how stacked they were back in those days that, you know, like this, they don't have this type of depth on this team that they have now. And, and no, even but they love touting it. Yeah, they love touting it. And I mean, they, look, they, this, I'll say this with the amount of injuries they've had this year, there have been some brain cramps, but this defense has played heroically with the amount of injuries that they've had. This defense hasn't let, really let us down. They've had some games, but it wasn't like, damn, this was a trashy defense. I feel like, man, if they had Khalil, Khalil Mack healthy, for majority of this season, they would have been wrecking some shop with both of those guys coming off the edge like that. You can maybe Let even alone if a team hits a little bit too, just for organizational. Yes, in the secondary, not necessarily for his breakout play that we've still been waiting. No, just like you said, just getting everybody in the right place and no, kind of knowing where people are supposed to be. Uh, but still, it, it really goes back to what they think they need to do because they own it. Um, they're sitting on a cash cow in the next decade. They're about to build their own jury dome out in Arlington Heights. And they're going to miss a lot of money. You know, I mean, now there's two ways you could do this. You could keep doing what you're doing and because you, you're still going to get paid from the TV contract and you're going to get paid when you go to Arlington Heights. Or you can do it right. And by the time you're going into Arlington Heights, you already are that team where people are like, oh, yeah. And you're opening them up with the team that's Super Bowl ready. Or by the time they go there, has been to the Super Bowl two times. You know what I'm saying? If you rip this thing and insert somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. All right. It's not going to lie. It's not going to BS. That really cares about the products in the field and the products inside of Halix Hall. That's something that Ryan Pace has uh, improved upon. Um, but, you know, just that's what that's what you're going to need if the Bears are going to make a real difference. If not, we're going to be sitting here doing the same stuff, y'all. And we, look, they may have a 05 and 06, but will they have an 80s Bears? Because that's what we're talking about with the 80s Bears with more championship appearances, Super Bowl appearances. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we're talking it's about. Like Super Bowl, another NFC championship in the 80s. Like that's where you need to get back to where you right. are making legit runs every so often not just like once every 10, 15 years type thing. Exactly. And that's It's just so simple to me. You, you already said it. We've said it multiple times. If you don't know how to fix it, stop trying to fix it yourself. Right. Right. Period. That's 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 the great way to end it right there. Freaking like wall collapses or something. You're not going to just start bringing out the tools. You're going to call a contractor. Exactly. You're going to get somebody that knows what the hell they're talking about. And we already brought it up and you mentioned it that think about if they were the Bulls. So let's switch off and talk a little bit about the hardwood at the United Center. Um, Bulls who have been ravaged by COVID. All right. You finally got um, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan back with they beat Atlanta last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta team that 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 game may not have happened due to I think Atlanta had 10 guys out the day or two before that um, COVID is just destroying sports in a way but in uh, the best part is you don't see any athletes dying from it so at least th- thank goodness they're at that healthy that they've been ravaged well um alan robson said he lost 10 pounds think about where he's at already all right he's already lost the weight that he gained in the offseason that because he's running all the time when when healthy that he lost 10 pounds, like that's a that's a lot on a person, especially in particular in an athlete. So, I mean, it just lets you know, you look at Stacey King um, and, of course, a former athlete, but how it's taking him out and he's vaxxed. 
Um, and that's the thing. The bull, and the fact that the Bulls have still been winning. Like, I, I now I'm gonna tell you what I'm right. Well, listen, I'm really ready for the Bears to go away for a little bit, so I can really focus on some football. I mean, some basketball. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because I've been so football, 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 football. I haven't been able to even really enjoy this bull season. And that's what I'm going to start gearing and transitioning to um, with the frustration that's been happening with what's been happening on the lakefront with the Bears. Um, but, man, Billy Dom has been killing it. But dude, the Bulls, and then shout out to Mark Eversley and, and particularly uh, Arturis Karnasovas. Dude, look and at Mark, what they – Mark Eversley, here's a shot. You got you to gotta put down the job offers for another year or two, my guy. You got to stay yeah. here. You can't yeah, go. We'll, yet. I don't know, man. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I need you to. I need you to consider staying for a, a Look, couple of years here. If Arturis is going to be that guy anyway, he's going to have to. He already has that list. And um, I mean, he hired Mark, and they're doing a great job. Right. So, uh, but. Uh, Look, See, it's funny. We just kind of wrapped up with the Bears. And I don't want to necessarily dredge it back, but we're like, oh, our tourists is running this thing. That's right. We're cool. Right. <laughs> I mean, you and you, that? you know what? Because you saw someone who was competent at the job they'd done before, but he hadn't he didn't have hold the hammer. Right. So now we see him with the hammer. And what, what is he doing? He's applying what he did at his last job. All right, one, I want a big that can facilitate in a Vucevic. I, I basically want um, a positionless basketball. You know what I'm saying? I want to have big guards. So if we got to rotate, we could switch majority of everything. He, you want to have P. Will here to be that big-time defender that can play basically from the, your, your five to your ones, really your five to, your five to twos. Um, you know, let me start that point yeah, guard, easy, but yeah, right. Um, so and you see it like that's the thing you like, oh, you had you have a, a, a structure, you have a roadmap, right? And we saw them, okay, so this is the guys that are out of free agency. You know what? We need to be able to score a lot more, right? All right, I'm gonna bring DeMar DeRozan in here. We're gonna be able to score now. Take this off of Zach. They watched Zach last year. Zach proved to them that he wasn't empty calories. Uh, we saw, we heard about that throughout the year. You can check out the, the Running with the Bulls pods and all the Bulls pods, uh, NBC Sports Bulls pods, if I'm locked on Bulls, all of them from different places. Sorry, but uh, uh, still, I mean, it, you, you, you say when you say that, looking what they did, you saw the roadmap. That's kind of why when we were just talking about um, old boy with the Colts general manager, Chris Ballard. Yeah, Chris Ballard. Why it made sense to bring Chris Ballard back because you, it to me, it sounded like that man had a roadmap. You know what I'm saying? Just from the stuff we heard about Chris Ballard, from how he was here to how he was after he left. And you saw him use the roadmap here to get you to the Super Bowl, right? And that's that's the thing. Listen, I don't want an Ernie Acorsi coming in to help out his friends, right? Right. I want I want someone who is looking for the best for the Bears, period, regardless of connections. They, now, I want them to have connections. And if their connections will do the best job for the Bears, of course, I want them to use those connections. But I don't want somebody where their Rolodex is who oh, I, either we had the same agent or and I know sometimes that's how I work. But I, I want someone handpicked just really going to do this and I it, it, I know people are always it'd be cool if they're a former bear I'm mean, it'd be cool I don't care it doesn't have to be I just I want who's ever bears to help lead the charge finding the guy yes 
as we were talking Bulls talk, how quickly it went back to the dang Bears. But what were your Bulls thoughts as we get ready for 2022, Ryan? Uh, I'm I'm excited. I threw down $100 on the Bulls to come out of the East just to make the finals for 13 to 1 odds. So mm, $13 payout. That's nice. I didn't want to go too far. Don't think they can beat the Warriors or the Suns, but you know, an injury or two, Kyrie doesn't come back. Maybe, maybe they can get to the finals. I may have to send you a little bit of money out that way. <laughs> the hedging's coming, I'm sure. <laughs> because I mean, just that's not that's not a bad bet. Looking at the East, it's not crazy. Like no. so, that's what because you're not saying they're going to win it all. You're just really? saying no. that they just got to yeah. make it to the finals, and that could right. happen. That, that could happen. If they're healthy, they're healthy, they can make it to the finals. Depending on what that's the Nets do. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, and the Bucks, Milwaukee. Well. Yeah. But outside of them, you know, maybe Joel Embiid's a horrible matchup, but I don't really fear anybody else in the East, per se. And I think that's just what's so exciting about 2022. Like you said, when we can kind of put football away, and then especially, like, around that all-star break when – you know, teams really start putting in the defense and start putting in the stretch run for the playoffs. Like you just, the things that's jumped out so far with the bull season roster construction, it all makes sense. It all fits. It all works. And everything was considered. We need scoring, like you said, and star power. So they went after that, but then they went after depth. They went after guys to give them things that they just don't have that you need. Like simple, basic stuff they all got. And just seeing how this team has gelled, seeing how Billy Donovan has got them going, you know, a big trade could still happen. I don't know if they have enough assets to do it, but we might even be talking in a couple months from now, like, whoa, that bet's looking real good, Ryan. Like, who knows, right? True. If Bobby White point. turns around, maybe a few reserve players, you get a desperate team that's trying to turn things around. They don't want to pay somebody. Maybe you can scavenge, like scavenge some kind of all-star or difference make t- maker type player and get this thing really popping. But on top of it, too, like just seeing the, the development of the camaraderie between Zach and DeMar, seeing the rest of the team come together. Vooch is finally starting to look like Vooch. Like you're just it feels like things are still coming together. Like they haven't even like hit their full max potential. They're getting pretty close, I think. But it still feels like there's still some room to get better. And, you know, with more battles, more experience, more of that, like this is the expectation on you. And we're still succeeding, which is going to create even more confidence, self and team. They're going to be really, really tough against anybody in the playoffs. And they might even hit another gear, which is just crazy to think about because they've been so fun so far. Mm, that's a great point. Great point. Well, Ryan B. Ski, it's time for the last up for grabs of the year, man. So, Ryan B. Ski, what do you have for me? Well, we got to do uh, you know, a review of everything, of course. So, how about... What was your sports highlights of 2021? What stands out to you in the sporting world? Oh, to you, the ju- you mentioned it. Justin Fields, the the trading up that Justin draft Fields draft. draft. Even regardless of right now this season, you don't know where his career is going to go. I still think it was a sound pick. I, I'm not to the point where I'm like I don't think this kid's going to get it. So I, I'm I'm still on the Justin Fields Justin Fields bandwagon. Um, sitting on my seat, uh, talking to uh, talking to Tony, 
and telling him, yeah, I'm about to go get ready. I think the Bears are going to trade up and, and thinking they were going to trade up like another pick or so down and then seeing the Giants, it, it's a similar flip to the Bears. Um, that had to be um, the, the biggest Chicago moment um, this it, year. They, like every time they said trade, trade, I'm like Bears, Bears, Bears. Right, right. So surreal. That 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 had had to be, I'm, and I'm trying to I'm, I'm checking my mental database. I think that was the biggest sports highlight. How about, that you, wasn't, how about some White Sox? That's got to be up there somewhat for you. Um, yeah, but now see the Sox. See, this is the thing. If you look at the Bulls, see right now what the Bulls is doing is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Come talk to me next year, Bulls, because that's when we're gonna be on that ass, all right? <laughs> So like with the Sox, like the 2015 Cubs, the 2020 right. Sox. Just like so when you're talking like about like, all right, so now we're talking about the pandemic Sox. Yeah, I was excited for that, right? But you got to remember <laughs> last year, think about it. So last year we lose two thirds of our outfield and, and it, which is like, and they're the biggest run producer. They're some of the biggest run producers on the team, right? And you're probably your best defensive player too in your center fielder. Um, so I mean, it's it looked bleak. Player, yeah, it looked bleak really early, <laughs> right? So for them to still to, the division's weak, of course, but still, regardless, you got to play, you got to play. For them to hold the fort and excel for so long, it kind of took away from it being like my team, my team. Because the beginning of the year, I was like, damn, this is over already. The year didn't even start, and it's a wrap, right? So that's why it's funny. And then, and then how they went out, Ryan. Like, see, that's why. Like, my brain, it it did it did this to the Sox, like now, right? Because like they had to beat Houston. If they if they had beat Houston, it would be up there with Justin Fields with me. It'd be just under because I'm I'm so football deprived. It's particularly a quarterback, but it but they they got their asses kicked, and that in some ways opens up more questions. So that's why I can't. I mean, it's good, but I expect this too. I expect for the Sox to be good. Like they look, they spent the money. Rick Hahn did what he needed to do. They have the talent. Dude, they Rick Hahn is lucky they in the lockout right now. Cause they'll be like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, and I love Mr. Rick Hahn now, but it's like, how are we gonna solve this this rotation? Well, we let's talk about second and and right. Like, I'm dude, what's the bullpen with Cole Pick leaving? Like, we got a lot. So that's why it's not as much like, yeah. And then it's locked out, dog. You know me. I love hot stove. This is it. I don't watch the MLB network any more than when this time of the year is when I watch it the most. Right. Like I wake up to the MLB network. Right. Like what is the MLB network? Do they just have like that error in programming? I don't. It's a great one. I I haven't turned to it. I don't even know. Right. So, I mean, dude, I mean, I I can't even think about I forget what their um, hot stove is. Their morning show. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're talking about Seager retiring. I guess that's what we got a whole full day of talking about him. Like, dude. So that's why for me. Uh, not the White Sox, but what about you? I'll think I maybe think of another one, but what are your hot sports highlights uh, from this past year? Justin Fields is a great one. You know, one for me, I I couldn't get enough of the NBA Finals this year between the Bucks and the that's Sox. a great. You're right. That was a great one, and I was out there. I was the dying week. for Game Seven. I was there the week they got the trophy, or they I, oh. the next day. I was there that weekend it's after really- they won. You're right. Listen, I, I didn't forget that one. Please continue. That one, I love seeing Giannis do that. What Giannis did. That was just, oh. it was watching it. I was with one of my great buds, 
in Arizona and he's a huge basketball fan. Like it was just like, I, I couldn't miss it. And it wasn't yeah. even rooting interest really for any team. I, as a sports fan and as a basketball fan, that was automatic. Um, you're lying. <laughs> what? Right. what? We, I think I think we were we were dude, we had didn't we have them like winning the year before? Like we were Bucks. Me, I think you and I are Bucks. We're like, yeah, I, I think the no, Bucks, we like, were we, talking about all year long that we still right. like we talked about the Suns being a surprise team before they mm-hmm. even hit anything. Like, yeah, I thought we were on it. That I think that's also what makes it so great. It was like, yeah, we we were calling this left and right. Right. So we, I had a rooting interest. Listen, I did want I do want Chris Paul to win the title. Giannis hurts a special place in my heart. And it yep. was to yep. see him come back out there after he oh my God, yep. you're so right with that one, dude. That that was so great. This that, past that was year. my favorite championship of amateur you know, pro anything. Can I can I tell you what would have been one of my highlights yeah. thinking about it? Hit me. If Dusty Baker would have won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is a highlight. No dusty title, baby. <laughs> Forget you, Ryan. Forget you. Hating on a brother. <laughs> Ron Washington. Come on. I'm still there. I can't. I can't. I, I can't let Ron Washington back into the picnic, man. I can't. I can't. Come on. He dusty, He's good. Dusty, close the gate. Dusty, close the gate. Check his pockets, man. He gonna get us busted in here. But, I can't uh, close the gate. My gloves won't let me hit it. <laughs> Uh, you know, another one that comes to mind, Fury Wilder. That Ooh, you are uh, knocking it out the oh my listen. I totally <laughs> forgot that one. Oh, listen, that I'm gonna tell you what. That one, um, Crawford, um, Car what, what's what's the dude's name that's the announcer? Porter. Listen, <clears throat> first Fury, Fury uh versus Wilder over that, right? Under that one. Sean Porter and, and Terrence Crawford. All right, the, like mm-hmm. the, this, it was some fights this year. You a good one with that one. Man. There was some matches that you, when you spent your money on that, you did not feel cheated whatsoever. No that Fury and Wilder fight. I wish, and I understand that. Hey, it's, you got to build yourself up to a certain. Way. I wish Wilder and Fury could get along because that that was history. With that was an insta classic. You How many knockdowns with these giant ass men, and they're just Dude. up, dude. Oh man, uh, that you're right. You were, that was you're so on point. What else you got for us, Ryan? Why you just knocking? Well, them there's apart? a couple more. I loved how the UFC wrapped up the year. The November pay per view and the December pay per view were just a card of great matches, one after another. Who was I'm blanking on her name? The UFC champion that dominated everyone. The uh, lost. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit. Nuts. That. Yeah, that. dude. So that's the thing about UFC. Everybody's gonna get you. Go, you coming out, right? You're not walking away from this one, dog. You you rarely see that. It's just that's that that that's that sport. You go get right. knocked out. Right, you gonna get like I think of Jones to not be knocked out and be as dominant as he's been is like that's rare as fuck. Right, dude. Like oh, there's dude. always somebody that's gonna make your ass tap or knock your ass out when you hit and what do we what's the cliche? Uh styles make fights. You're right. always gonna get a fight eventually. Right, true. Great point, great point. What else? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, personally for me, a favorite moment 
was watching Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for the NFC Championship. I don't know if that does anything for you, but I like it that. One. Nothing that I was rooting for Aaron Rodgers. It does nothing for me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not COVID toe. Wasn't in on it. <laughs> hey, listen, that lets you know, listen, how a privilege and being great, how we don't even have, like Aaron Rodgers. Listen, Kyrie Irving is still getting hated on for his decision. Aaron Rodgers gave us a full lie. Right, lied in our face, right? Like, right. played us, and we were like, oh, oh by the way, you need to check out the Pat McAfee, him talking about it. How he, he basically is like, yeah, no one got hurt from me doing that. It's like, how do you know? So that? smug. So smug. Yeah, no one got, I didn't put anyone in danger. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm trying to think. Any of the sports highlights that stood out to me? Those are probably the biggest, year. like, they're the the most that come to mind. Um, I mean, I, I loved, like you said, besides the Justin Fields, just draft day with all the Aaron Rodgers stuff in the beginning. Like that was just a great day in general. Mm-hmm. Just feeling the buzz. Um, but I think that's pretty much it that stands out for me, unless you have anything else. No, that's, that's it, man. Take us out with your last one. How about some personal highlights of 2021? I know we, uh, we got a few on this show. Um, I, I, you know what? I don't know when 2021 started and 2020 ended, to be honest, because 2020 we keep was like two years. So right. sometimes I'm like, wait, was that 2019? Because it's like 2020 was like snatched out. Right. It's like right. it was long as hell. But then it was like it was snatched out because it was just a lot. Of yeah, it's like a killer year. Like it's as yeah. long as three years or two months, whatever you need. Yeah. It to it's like, listen, 2020 was like a really big file. And for me to send it to you, I had to compress it. Right. <laughs> like that's. What well, like twenty twenty? And then you got the like, error message, like email file, like, <laughs> right? Exactly. Dropbox or something, asshole. I just about to say, I gotta, damn, I gotta use Dropbox. Um, so I'm trying to think. D D left the show in twenty twenty. Was that twenty nineteen? Okay, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Dog, twenty twenty was a lot. It was a lot. Honestly, I'm starting to wonder. Was it twenty nineteen? So. Um, one, um, you know, highlight our friendship has grown. Um, and I appreciate you and I appreciate our friendship. Um, I was sitting there talking to Afton yesterday and she was making a comment. She was like, something, 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 you know, did you, you send Ryan some money? I said, Ryan doesn't get paid. Ryan, he, he's like the people on uh, Instagram. He took, he chose equity. I said, Ryan's my partner, right? So exactly. my my partnership with you has grown as we go and journey into finding out when 2022, how on this platform, um, how we'll keep it the same and change it to further benefit us and um, inform and entertain. So that's that's definitely a highlight of this year. I feel like we gained our space within this space um, with one another. So that's that's definitely a major highlight. You moving. Um, you coming out of heartbreak and deciding to change your life. A lot of people don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are too afraid and too afraid to step out on faith or step out in general. And you did that. And then you did it so well. You said, I'm gonna move again. <laughs> <laughs> you, you getting I'm not gonna talk, I'm not gonna pat your pockets. You talking about wanting a new job and then getting a job that one work schedule, work to life balance seems to work well for you, but also pays you in a commiserate way. 
um, you know, those are terrific things that you like for your friends. You like to see your friends winning, especially when they're stressed for their prayers to be answered. Um, you know, our families being healthy, you know, like we don't none of I us mean, is really. It was just a tough day here and all the passing. It was hard. It like. was hard, man. I didn't want to record nothing. I didn't. Yeah. Even, I, I, I kind of even a day. I had to t- wake, tell myself to come out of the malaise like, dude, I I know you're feeling a certain kind of way, but all right now, Kenneth, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, like that was, me, I was, was kind of like joking in the, the group text, but that was more so a way of like making yeah. sense of my world. Like, what is going on right now? Like, I just wanted to hold people close to me at that point. Dude, you're talking about and again, you're talking about on our thread with all us guys um, from Dean Davis crew. Um, talking about Jeff Dickerson passing, his wife dying two years ago, uh, leaving an 11 year old, John Madden, you know, um, Harry Reid. But, um, you know, thinking about that, that he's, he was just 44 years old, man. That's some young, that's young. And also looking at how much he accomplished. Like, I would have thought he was 54. You know what I'm saying? With how long his career had been? Right. How long he's been a fixture. Um, you know, so like you said, it makes you I told my family even more. We were just sitting there watching Doctor Who last night. And I was like, man, I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because man, it it, it gives me something to keep on going. Uh so those are things. My family, my uh, my family being healthy. Um, look, um definitely under center. I guess I that would I'm so proud of you and what you've done this you. year with under center. I mean, so, I feel like you're just getting started. Just getting I appreciate started. that. So that, um, you know, shout and out to Cap better watch out for the football after. Show. Don't even play like that. I need Cap. <laughs> but uh, Tony, uh, Dice, uh, Eric and Alex, uh, Adam, you know, so that definitely was that's been a great highlight. Uh, Siafa Lewis, um, um, just everyone is, and finding love. I think that's been a little bit of a highlight Tony, this year and being serious, like being very serious, Tony. Tony about to surprise some folks in about <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna talk about that man business. So I'll leave it right there right. or whatever. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, that is definitely a huge Tony Tony's future love is gonna be a huge How about part of our Melvin lives. getting cleared up in New York. Right. Melvin uh Melvin also went through heartbreak this year. Um he had a five year relationship that ended this year and had discussions, a couple discussions right. with him to the side about that and but still doing that with um i forgot I, that show is out now the megan uh the megan good show that he worked on when alpo for anybody that doesn't know alpo stayed in full yeah uh, alpo um paid in full i meant to say threatened melvin <laughs> 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 came to set and wanted to see Megan good, and Melvin was the only thing to stop him from getting to where basically she was at. And he basically was like, "Oh yeah, and I'm Alpo Martin, I'm Alpo, right?" And I, like, oh my goodness! So Melvin being alive um, is a, a big highlight. Um, I, I'll say this too. Um, I man, I was kind of sure that when I had uh, my cold mouse they were going to find polyps mm. because I had them. And to a certain degree, I was preparing myself mentally because the pops I had in the past, and I didn't know this until the last year and a half, year, year and a half. Um, my pops I had in the past were in the middle of being benign and cancerous, which that's the trigger. So they like they, they like that. If you have something like that, they want you to be back in. I was supposed to have been back in and I procrastinated. So um, to go there 
and think after getting a colonoscopy that, okay, this is going to take, you know, I think things are quicker now than a decade ago when I had my first one. Um, so probably about two days, I should know these test results. It was on the way. I think no, I was on a Monday or Tuesday. I you know my test results to, you know, asking doctor. So, you know, how'd it go? And I'm sure she, I was thinking she's going to tell me how many polyps she removed. And she was like, there was nothing there to go from getting my mind mentally ready to perhaps have fight colon cancer, to be honest with you. That's where I had gotten myself to, um, to not have polyps. And to, uh, there's a chance that after I get tested again in five years, I won't have to go back in seven. If, and I mean, I'm eating better than I was a decade ago and I'm going to eat better than I am in five than I am this five years as I try to improve my health and my mental state. So that was that the little stuff like that. Still the sadness. Um, and of course, you know, the loss of my bro, that's always that pain is always going to kind of be there and it resurfaces from time to time. But it was a lot of victories for all of us this year. But more importantly, um, through what's this new normal of the pandemic, we're still here and we're resilient, right. you know, like, that's the like look like look of our, our all of our crew and how you know it's a, a shoulder you know hand lift you up you know what I'm saying and everyone's trying to do their thing and look out for each other and you know those are the things that sometimes you take for granted you know what I'm saying like back to what it, we said earlier appreciate those little things that like you know if it was gone you would miss it right appreciate Cal getting hired at NBC. You know Going what I'm saying? To the Bears games, getting We Are Regal Radio. Passes. Right, right. So, like, just, you know, seeing where Josh is at, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, where Drew and everybody with Regal Radio. Um, you know, it, you like to see people win, and it's even greater when the people you're connected to are winning. Um, you are a weirdo if you just want to win by yourself. And I know sometimes, you know, it, innately in us, we may have that. You, If you have that, you better tell yourself I'm bugging. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that that that's... Going into next year, hopefully, now nah, I see I'm, I'm talking, I shouldn't say that. Going into next year, knowing how hard I'm going to hit it. And that I've, as of right now, I have my faculties and the only thing holding me back is me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, how much am I willing to put in and work it out? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, those is 2020. Well, you just said, like, we saw some victories just across the group, or like across the board for the crew. Mm-hmm. And nobody's fat. Nobody's satisfied. Everybody wants right. to just take it to another level. And then when you just get a couple victories, that's what gets you to push harder to that extra level. That's what yeah. makes you be like, you know what? I can freaking do this. Right. And that's what that's it. What Ryan just said, I don't care what you're doing, big or small, you can do it. If you press, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know how crazy your dream is. Right. But if you if you really I mean really put your nose to the grindstone, you may not listen. If you shoot for the for the moon, you can land in the stars. And I'm not just saying that to say it. If you can shoot for something, and you may not end up where you you thought you were going to be, but you're gonna you can land someplace where you like, damn boy, thank goodness I, was I shot just for. Just to say, like, let's say you want to be president, whatever the dream is, mm-hmm. you'll be amazed that going on the journey might right. just lead you to a destination you didn't think was possible that you're so grateful for. And it That's might not be the story or the dream completely, but we all know dreams are when we ha- happen when we're sleeping. We live that real life and we got to make it our own. And if you can find that happiness, that's all that matters. So for Ryan and myself, thank you for spending time with us. We always appreciate it. Hopefully we're a great year of listenership. Thank you. We, we appreciate it. We're going to bring you an even greater year next year and the year after that. 
as we refine this, um, it's, we've kind of, I think, figured out how this new thing is going. We're going to continue to figure it out. Definitely want to, you know, accentuate the frosted tips. Yes, the tips. <laughs> <laughs> we always appreciate it. Ryan, thank you. Um, be safe thank out you, there. Jeff. You be safe. Be too. safe. You be safe. Right. <laughs> be safe till Friday, it. I promise. <laughs> they, hey, they, I'm, hey, I'm not saying you you know, but they putting fentanyl in everything. I'm going to leave it right there for you, all right? Just oh watch God. out, watch yeah. out. Like, yeah. the, I don't know what the fentanyl fairy is doing, but she's yeah, dropping off packages in places. Yeah, I've, not, noticed, I've actually noticed that myself. I'm only sticking with the recreational okay, that's actually, okay. right. actually bought in the okay. store somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, boy, the fentanyl fairy is present. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so everybody be safe. Um, listen, don't drink and drive. All right. Yeah. I know it's just being hard headed males sometime growing up that you may have buzzed, drove. Man, sit your ass down. It's too many different apps right now. And it's people, don't risk nobody else's life for your foolishness. How about um, starting 2022 on the worst note possible, getting into a giant ass mistake? Don't even start it that way. And, and on that note, have a great year and we'll see you next year. <laughs>